Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps high performers and leaders reach their next level of success with confidence, pride, and true fulfillment. You'll hear about real clients with real problems navigating their success in life, business, and career. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hey, friends, welcome. How are you? I hope you're fantastic. Making sure we are live. Looks like we are. Awesome. Welcome, everybody. It's Thursday. It's it's Thursday, 1 p.m. Central Time here in Austin, which means we get to go live. And we get to talk about a subject that is important to you, important to me and us all here. And we're going to talk about the imposter phenomenon. So let me kind of move over my banners here. <laughs> I'm getting familiar with the StreamYard um, online system here. Anyway, hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy you're here. <laughs> I am Dr. Denise Simpson. I am a master life and leadership coach. I have spent about 26 years now in the field of leadership, not only as a practitioner, someone with formal titles, but also as a researcher. I went later in my life, later in my career to get a PhD in leadership studies. And just three years ago, I started my business as a consultant and now coach. And so the past three years have been so great in uh, building this practice of mine. And so I've, I've kept my head down. I've kept my, I mean, I've minded my business. I, you know, just dedicated the last three years to serving my leaders. And now I get to do this fun stuff and come out into the world and share with you some ideas and hopefully to inspire you to reach your next level of success in your life, in your leadership, in your business, in your career. And so that's the intent for our weekly live podcast show so that we can also fill the void of professional and personal development needs. I mean, how many of you out here are excited to get some professional development again? I, you know, counted on leadership conferences, women leadership conferences, personal development conferences, and obviously the last seven months has not allowed us to do that. So I felt personally a very big void, a big gap in my professional and personal development needs. Now I, you know, I'm constantly researching. I'm always on my laptop. I'm always working on something. I'm always looking for a theory. I'm looking for research to back up the theory because when I'm serving high level uh, leaders and high performers, they're expecting results. And I, as their consultant and coach, I need to make sure I am certain I can give them the results that they need and want. And so I, you know, have spent a great deal of time doing all that. So, but I know all of us out here are wanting some professional and personal development. And that's why this show exists. We get to do this here online together every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central. So hello, how are, how's everybody? How are you? Let's see comments. Uh, Patricia, hey, how are you? Good to see you, lady. Anna's here. Oh, this will be great. I've always wanted more on this. Oh, check this out, everybody. Okay, look at that. I get to put comments on the screen. I'm learning. This is a brand new system. 
again, this is StreamYard. This is not Ecamm, which I used for many years. So now I'm learning how to uh, use all this stuff on my end here. And Patricia, so happy you are here, my friend. Thank you for joining me. I miss you. Miss you very much. So let's get back into my banners here. Okay. I'm, I'm learning, like I said. Um, okay. So, well, no, I don't know what I just did. <laughs> How about that? No, that's not it. Okay. Well, I'm learning everybody. I'm so learning and we're getting, um, we're getting familiar with this whole system. All righty, there we are. So as I was saying, I am uh, Denise Simpson, master life and leadership coach, um, PhD in leadership studies, have spent the last you know 26 years in this field and have enjoyed every second of it. And so today we're going to talk about something really, really important to the high performer, to the leader. So I have seen the highs of a leader and the lows of a leader. I've seen the strengths of a high performer and wow, the dark shadows of a high performer. Like, Just think about you who's watching right now. I mean, we have our, our strengths and then we have some weaknesses. We have success. We have failures. We, we have all sides to ourselves, right? There's mul- we're multidimensional people, right? With multiple layers. And I have seen the best and I have also seen the worst of a high performer. And one of these things is the idea of the imposter phenomenon, which we all know as the imposter syndrome. So let's be honest here today. We're going to practice some self-honesty, my friends. If you are a high performer or if you identify yourself as a leader, at one point in time, you may have felt inadequate. You may have felt like you don't belong in that space. Perhaps you were embarking on a new endeavor. Perhaps it was a new challenge you were facing. Perhaps it was a new leadership role that you just got. Perhaps it was a seat on a, on a coveted board. Perhaps it's you, know, you going into a brand new industry, right? We feel during these times when we are pushing our limits, we're pushing our comfort levels, where sometimes some, some thoughts may creep up. Questions like, Do I have the skills to be here? Or here's my favorite one. Am I worthy of this position? And here are some other things that you may have said to yourself. Do I belong here? Do I belong at the table with the rest of these amazing leaders? Do I belong here? Am I capable of this? And who am I to be here? I know that was my favorite one for for many years. Who am I to be here? Who am I? You know, who am I? The girl from the border, the girl who was born and raised on the Texas-Mexican border, who didn't speak a word of English until she was eight years old, right? These were all the things, the self-limiting beliefs I had. So of course, I'm pushing my boundaries. I consider myself a high performer. I'm testing the waters. I want to see what I can do, what I'm made of. And there I go out into the world and my favorite thoughts, like, who am I to be here? has come up time and time again. And you know what? I don't care how much success you have experienced. There are moments where you doubt yourself. The imposter phenomenon was was coined by two female clinical psychologists back in the 1970s, Dr. Imes and Dr. Clance. These two women went off and discovered this phenomenon. Now, it's not a diagnosis. We've heard of the imposter syndrome. It's not an official diagnosis thank God. (laughs) But it's a real, real thing that happens to high performers, high achievers, and leaders. 
So this is normal. So if you're on this call, my friend, you are a high performer or a leader. I know this to be true. So, so at some point in your career, at some point in time, you may have felt this way. And like I said, it happens to high achievers who are unable to internalize. Hear me very clearly right here, right now. This is when a high performer or a high achiever or leader is unable to internalize and accept their success. I mean, think about that. We then think this is all fate. We think it's luck. We think we got here by chance. We think that we don't deserve to be here because the whole world's going to shut down on us. And, you know, it was a fluke. There was no way I was this successful on my own terms with my own merits. That's what the imposter phenomenon is about. It's about a high achiever, whoever you are on this call right now, a leader, a high performer, where you are unable to internalize and accept this success. My goodness. So today's show is about how to overcome these feelings, feelings like, like feeling like you're a fraud, right? So how to overcome feeling like a fraud. And I want to help you enjoy your success. I want for us to just find awareness around why we're here today and how we got here today. And we're going to really marvel in all of this success. That's the only reason why we're going to look back, my friends, is so that we can see how far we've come, right? How far we have come on our own merits. And so the imposter phenomenon, like I said, back in the 1970s, these two amazing clinical psychologists came out and said, there's a thing. This is a thing. And we have to do something about it. And initially, they thought it just affected women. But there's so much more research that's come out, obviously, since the 70s that shows that this affects all people, all people. Now, there are certain groups that that do have more research around this idea of the imposter phenomenon. And we're going to talk about those groups in just a little bit. But again, this happens to high achievers who are unable to internalize or accept their success. And they they chalk it up to being luck, to being, you know, a fluke. I mean, how many times, how many times have you felt this way? Right? You know, I ask my high achievers, my high performers, all the leaders that I serve, I did an informal poll myself because I wanted to know what what goes through your mind when you are challenged, when you're when you're embarking on a new endeavor, when you've been asked to sit at the table, when you've been asked to serve on a board, when you've been asked to lead these people, when you've been asked to fill in the blank. How do you react to these circumstances? What goes through your brain? What thoughts do you have? And more importantly, what feelings do you have because of those thoughts? And a lot of them were very honest. They said, I feel I'm unworthy. They feel that because I'm a woman or because I'm a, I'm a minority, I've got to work 10 times harder. This is coming from their minds. This is what they shared with me. Some of you may agree with that. Some of you may not. Your experience may be very different than mine and others. And so just know that this imposter phenomenon is a real thing. So how do we manage this? And so I see is, see this as intellectual self-doubt. <laughs> it's intellectual self-doubt, right? When you doubt your abilities, when you, you doubt your wisdom, when you doubt your experiences, right? When you, you doubt your education, whether informal or formal training. I know for me, when I entered the PhD program, 
I was like, what are you, you all made a mistake. You mean I actually got into this program? You mean you want me sitting here? Wait, wait, what? Okay. So I passed the admission process. I got a seat at the table. And then there was my crazy mind thinking, you don't have the capabilities to be here. Why are you here? How did you get here? This must have been luck. This must have been a fluke. Maybe they chose me because I'm a woman. Maybe they chose me because I'm a minority. All of these crazy thoughts came up. And so I had to put my brain in check. And I said, okay, so maybe those things are true. Maybe. But who cares? I'm here now. So now I need to manage my mind so I can get through the next decade of research and coursework. So, okay, that all may be true. I'm not here to change the system. I'm here to just focus on my my present and my future. And so I had to get my mind wrapped around that I deserve to be at that table, that I deserve to have a seat in that program. Now, let me tell you something. Getting through the program, that was all on me. That was all on me. No one assisted me in that, let me tell you. Of course, I had support from my husband, but let me tell you something. There were milestones in that doctoral program that would spit you out if you could not meet the standards. There were standards every corner, measurements at every corner that you had to meet. So let me tell you something. I am now here because I've earned it, right? But so many of us don't think this way. We get stuck in, well, I don't deserve to be here. This must have been luck. This is a fluke. No. Okay, fine. Fine. Those things may be true. But who cares? You're here now. So take advantage of the opportunity and let's move forward. And so this is my personal experience. So like I said, I don't care how much success you have accumulated. I don't care how how many degrees, titles, whatever you have done. You still have feelings of inadequacy. You're normal. You have a human mind. So do I. And so when you push your boundaries and when you push your limits, you can't help but feel self-doubt, intellectual self-doubt, which is what this imposter phenomenon is really about. And like I said, you know, this usually happens when we embark on a new journey, embark on a new job, a new challenge, right? Where we question our own merits, we question our own abilities, and we are unable to internalize and accept all that success, all that past success that got you to where you're at today. And so I mentioned to you that there are a few groups that this occurs in. And this is the research by Dr. Imes and Dr. Clance and many others First, the the first group of people are the people who were raised in households with parents that had a very strong emphasis on achievement. Doesn't that make sense? Right? Doesn't that make sense? I know for me, in my upbringing, because of where I was raised and by who I was raised by, who I was raised under, education was not a choice. It wasn't, are you going to college? It's, where are you going? So for me, that was embedded at a very young age. So achievement was something that really was my motivator. It drove me into so many areas of my life where, 
you know, I would never, I would never have considered. But because I, at a very early age, was taught, you can go be, do, have anything you want because you are already worthy. And so why not then go get an education? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Now, but not everybody's, not everybody was raised with these values, right? Not everybody has a strong emphasis on education, right? But this was my personal experience. And so the research shows that this, the, the imposter phenomenon occurs in people who were raised in these environments, cultural, societal pressures as well, right? They can contribute to this pressure of needing to achieve, to having to achieve. And so another group, which I found really interesting, and there is a, a, a 2013 research study out of UT Austin here that surveyed uh, an ethnic minority group of college students and found that Asian Americans were more likely than African Americans or Latino Americans to experience imposter feelings. And so the research has shown that the, you know, the minority, because of systems in place, perhaps, right? Quotas that may or may not need to be met at an organization or at a doctoral program, right? The minority has a very different perspective on achievement or success. They may have learned it from their homes or not. And when they go out into their industries and they have a very strong sense of achievement and wanting to achieve and they get these roles, they get these jobs and they question then their abilities, because they think I only got this because I am, you know, a Latina woman, or I, I got this because I am an African-American man, right? And so all of these thoughts come into play. Now, I'm not talking about the political system. I'm not talking about the system out there. I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about the person and how they, how their perspective on their success affects them. That's my concern is how to help you right? How to help you if you are having these thoughts and feelings of this imposter phenomenon. And so a ton of great research out there, should you want to find um, that particular study, I have the link to that UT Austin study. And it also shared that or found that those feelings of imposter, of being an imposter, were strongly predicted their mental well-being. So depression comes in, anxiety comes in, right? So much that this imposter phenomenon really contributes to. And, and if you're a high performer or a leader who's watching, when well, we have to pay attention then to what you're thinking and to how you're feeling. And so another thing that goes hand in hand with this uh, uh, imposter phenomenon is perfectionism. Now, how many of you out here who have had these feelings of being an imposter have also dealt with perfectionism, right? Because if you're not perfect, I'm going to be found out. They're going to know I'm a fraud. So I'm going to have to work extra hard. I'm going to have to prove to everybody that I belong here. I'm going to have to over prepare for my meetings. I'm going to have to, you know, make sure nobody ever questions that I'm a fraud or will ever have the opportunity to unmask me being a fraud. I mean, think about that. And so again, more research on that. A ton of really great stuff. Imposter phenomenon and perfectionism. And sometimes if you are a perfectionist who is experiencing this imposter phenomenon, then you're probably sometimes procrastinating, 
Because again, if you can't get it right and you can't get it perfect, they're going to find me out. And so there's so much, there's so much research and really great information out there in regards to this phenomenon, the imposter phenomenon. Again, this was coined by two clinical psychologists, two female psychologists back in the 1970s who said there is something going on here. And they thought it was only in women. And obviously since the seventies, there's plenty of research that this affects men and women and non-binary and all of all, you know, and anyone who, who labels themselves as a high performer, high achiever. So this is some information that we need to be aware of because if you are trying to reach that next level of success, well, then we need to learn how to manage our thoughts around success. We need to be able to internalize and accept our success and be proud of our success. That's what we need to do here. And I, serving high performers and leaders, this is the dark side of these clients of mine. This is the dark side of high performers. I'm one of them. I experience this. It's intellectual self-doubt. That's what this is. So we need to find awareness around this. So let's see some of your um, comments here. And then I'm going to walk you through the five-step process. Um, It's a good one. So hang on. And I know... only have 10 more minutes. Um, oh, Patricia says, fear of success coupled with fear of failure is a crazy mix, isn't it? Fear of success. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, right? So much that goes into that. And then fear of failure. Yeah, it's it's like a, the perfect storm, right, Patricia? Um, Patricia also says, that stopped me in my 30s when I was on the hot track in business. Yeah, Right. That's, that's the thing is that we have moments in our lives, moments in our careers where we can identify that. Like for me, it was entering the PhD program. And guess what? When I was defending my dissertation, wow. I mean, my brain went into fight, flight and freeze all at once. My ears went, I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear myself speak anymore. My ears clogged up. I was nervous. I was sweating. Then I get through the public defense and, and then my chair says, okay, it's over. It's over. You're fine. I swear. I thought I was going to die. It was so stressful. And then the imposter phenomenon happened for me again shortly thereafter, where I questioned whether I deserved that PhD. So I've done so much work on this phenomenon, which is why I can help you, the high performer, high achiever. And and yes, I will. I'll, I'll share with you the link of that study. Actually, um, yeah, I'll do that in just a bit. Um, so thank you so much. Annie is here. Oh, Annie, thank you for being here. Annie says, these thoughts run through me constantly. Thank you for highlighting this topic. It's an important topic, especially when we have such great goals, great desires, great ambition, right? It's just a matter of finding awareness around those thoughts that are then causing those feelings of anxiety or inadequacy, or um, uh, it may even lead to some depression, right? It may even lead to some paranoia, right? Where you're questioning whether anyone, you know, is going to figure you out or find you out. So there's, you know, there's, there's variations of, of these feelings, right? From a low end to a very extreme depression. So wherever you fall into that, on that scale, know that it is a real thing that can be treated that we, and that's what I'm going to show you uh, right now in my five-step process. So let me go ahead and do that now. So, okay. 
high performers, leaders, here's what we're going to do. Number one, very simple, write down the circumstance. What was the new endeavor? What is that new challenge that you were faced with, right? For me, it was entering that PhD program. That's the circumstance, right? And the thoughts that were associated with that circumstance, I shared with you that I I thought, you know, who am I to do this? Who am I to be here? Is this luck? Is this a fluke? Are they going to find me out? They're going to figure out I don't belong here. Those were the thoughts that were running through my head because of that circumstance. So how about for you? What circumstance did you face or are you facing currently? It's fine for us to go back into the past, right? Because we want to find awareness around what we were thinking and feeling during those times so that when we are faced with a new circumstance, with a new situation in the future, we know how to handle those thoughts and those feelings. Right. So if you're not, if you're not in a position uh, of, of the imposter phenomenon at this very moment, no worries. Let's go into the past and find one of those circumstances. So that's step number one, write down the circumstance and the thoughts associated with this circumstance. And then my, fra- my favorite question <laughs> or my favorite step, what feelings are coming up for you? Right. You know, when I was in that circumstance, when I got my acceptance letter, when I was preparing to go to my first day of class with another, you know, another 22 individuals in, you know, the same cohort starting on the same day, I remembered these feelings of inadequacy. I felt anxiety. I felt stressed. I felt little pressure in my chest. I was feeling all kinds of things. I was feeling feelings of self-doubt, right? Like I'm going to be found out. First day of class, they're going to kick me out, but you know what? I'm going to show up anyway, right? So those were the feelings that came up for me. How about for you? What were those feelings that came up for you, up for you during that circumstance? And then step number three, I want you to ask yourself, who am I not to be here, right? I told you that was my favorite comeback question, right? When I would say, who am I to be here? Well, guess what? Here's now my new question. And I want you to ask yourself, Who are you not to be there? Who are you not to be seated at the table? Who am I not to do this? Right? Like these are the new questions that you need to ask yourself. So step one, like I said, write down that circumstance and the thoughts that were associated with that circumstance. But step number two, what were those feelings? Right? And then this step, the most important step ever, step number three, ask yourself instead, who am I not to be here? Who am I not to do this? The fourth step. And if I'm going too fast, that's okay. You've got a replay of this, my friends. Step number four, make a list of your KSAs. So KSAs stand for knowledge, skills, and abilities. And we use KSAs when we hire people in our organization. So we are always looking at resumes and we're looking at KSAs of the individual. So how about you then list your KSAs? I have to do this still, my friends. I write a, on my on a paper things I know to be true. And I list my KSAs, right? That's Those are facts. Like no one can dis- dispute that. Like I'm writing my knowledge, my skills, and my abilities. So what that tells your brain is, oh, okay, you've accomplished a lot. All right, kudos to you. You know what? You deserve that. You worked hard for that. Okay, I get it. We're here. We now see this for ourselves. Okay. Calm down with the questioning then. Calm down with the feelings of anxiety. So it's right in your face, that paper. And this is an exercise that you can do anytime you feel inadequate, anytime you have intellectual self-doubt, 
Anytime you feel like an imposter or a fraud, this is a very important step right here, making that list so that your brain connects consciously to all of your success, because this will help you internalize and accept the success. My friend, you've worked so hard to be here today. You have worked so hard to have these careers, these lives that you've created. We need to be proud of that. And so instead of feeling like a fraud, we're going to celebrate our successes. And we're going to manage our thoughts and our feelings around being an imposter. Those feelings and thoughts may never go away, my friends, and that's okay. But now you have the tools to manage this for yourself so that when you do try to reach that next level of success or when you do get on that journey to that next level of success and and you then feel uncomfortable or something buds up against your comfort zone and you start questioning your intellectual self-doubt, here is the exercise that you will do. So step number four, make a list, make a list of your KSAs, just like you do in your organizations, just like you did when you applied for that job. They wanted to know why you deserve to be here. Well, here you go. This is why I deserve to do what I'm doing today, because this is what I've earned. This is my hard work, and I'm going to celebrate the success. So it's really about finding awareness, finding awareness around how you've responded in circumstances when you have felt like a fraud or an imposter. So step number five, our final step, is to get support from your coach or mentor right here. That's what we're doing. You're getting support, right? I see you. I feel you. I know you because I am you, right? Like I have sacrificed so much for the sake of success that I will not repeat those patterns anymore. I've learned my personal lesson. And what I get to show my leaders and my high-performing clients is to change the perspective around success. And so get support. And that's what we're here for, my friends. And by the way, you see my little ticker down at the bottom of the screen. Uh, You have an opportunity to join me in my membership. Yes. It's next level progress. It's only for high performers. It's only for leaders. We don't accept anybody other than a high performer in there because we have very unique ways of thinking and feeling and behaving than the average person. No offense to anyone who's watching who's not a high performer. This is what I do. I know the dark side of achievement. I know the dark side of success. I know what you sacrifice. I know what you do to get to where you're, what you've done to get to where you're at today, right? And I want to show you how to do this differently. So anyway, go visit my, my website so that you can go and see that. Um, all right, my friends, let's go into comments. So step, those were five steps, my friends. Go back and watch this replay. I wanted to make sure that we stayed within the 30 minutes. It's now 1.30 here in Austin. So I wanted to make sure that <laughs> we um, we stayed within the time frame. So if I was rushing through this, that's because last time, I think I took 40 minutes of your time. So I respect you. I respect your time. I know you have busy lives. And the last thing I want to do is keep you on for an hour-long lecture here. It's This is this is an engagement. This is, um, this is uh, a live 
weekly show that we get to do, um, I bring on a topic that I hope inspires and motivates you and helps you on your journey of success. So whether you're a high performer, a leader, or someone in between, these these topics are relatable and and you can go and implement right away. So Patricia says, bless you. Oh, well, bless you, my friend. I'm happy you showed up today. And says, I love the ticker on the bottom. Good, right? This is new. And Anne has been with me since the early days of Ecamm and we didn't have those tickers. <laughs> so now we got a ticker here on StreamYard. So very cool, right? Uh, Elizabeth, thank you for this. I really needed this today. Oh, Elizabeth, um, yes, thank you for, for joining us. And, and anyone who joined us um, uh, after the start, please go and, and watch the beginning of this. I talked uh, about the history of uh, the imposter phenomenon discovered by two female clinical psychologists back in the 1970s and all the great research that has come since then in regards to the imposter phenomenon, which you know as the imposter syndrome. And so I shared with you today those five steps so that we can find awareness around really how to manage those thoughts, the thoughts of feeling like a fraud, being a fraud, being an imposter, and then feelings that come with those thoughts, right? Anxiety, stress, inadequacy, self-doubt, and so many other things. Again, there's a range of feelings, right? You may have felt something very minor while some of us may have felt something very severe. So just because you're in the middle of the scale of feelings, know that this is still a real thing and something that you can learn to manage as you are reaching that next level of success. And I'm here for you, my friends. Glenn is here. Glenn, thank you for being here. Great topic. Listen, Glenn, I got you. I got your number, my friend. Happy you're here. Um, let's see who else is here. Oh, and thank you so much. This has been great and helpful. Well, thank you all for joining me today. Again, this will be here for the replay. Go back and watch this from the, the beginning because I think you'll find uh, it all very helpful. All right, my friends, thank you so very much for your time today. Meet me next Thursday, 1 p.m. Another great topic. And if you have a topic that you want me to do some research on and to share uh, with you, then please post a comment. Let me know what topic you want to really dive into. And because uh, I'm always interested in your ideas. All right, my friends, appreciate your time today. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Take care. Thanks, Lori. <laughs> Glad you made it. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to join me inside my exclusive coaching membership for high performers. It's called Next Level Progress or NLP for short. Next Level Progress. That's right. I want to help you reach your next level of success with confidence, with pride, and true fulfillment. So head over to drdenisesimpson.com forward slash NLP to get the support you need and deserve. That website again is drdenisesimpson.com forward slash NLP. See you inside, my friend.